Steve, who want to share a message that's going to take us into the new year. Amen. You can see from uh, that interview and some of those questions um, that Dave's just done with uh, Botswana, Jeannie and Elliot, that the strategic positioning of this uh, apostolic centre will reach those four nations very easily. Oh, that's a lovely person. Okay, so I've, um, I've cut some of these slides out just so that we can, um, we can complete this by about seven o'clock, all being well. So, <clears throat> we've reached the end of 2018. How amazingly fast this year's gone, hasn't it? And uh, all the things that we packed into this year. And uh, we are an apostolic centre. What does that mean? It, it means that we're more than just a church that meets to sing some songs, to listen to an inspiring message, hopefully, and uh, give into an offering and just have some time together. We are advancing the kingdom of God. We've got a different mindset than we've ever had before, haven't we? Yes. Haven't we? Yes. Yeah, don't fall asleep on me. So we are a training and equipping base. We are a base that gets people ready for the return of Jesus, that is getting ready for harvest because exciting things are coming. Amen. And I can't quite remember which slide I've cut out and I haven't. But you know what? There is amazing things ahead for us. But one thing that I think we should not lose sight of, and that is the whole issue of koinonia as we move into this new year. Amen? Now some of you are probably thinking, what on earth is koinonia? Have you noticed that there are some words that we use, kind of churchy kind of words, uh, such as... Fellowship. And, you know, we use them in church, but how many of you have ever gone to... Uh, you know, out with some friends after work or something and said, let's go and have fellowship together. How many have done that with unsaved people? You know, let's go and have some fellowship after work or whatever it is at the end of the day. We don't do that, do we? So what kind of things do you think of when somebody says the word fellowship? Shout them out. What kind of things come to your mind? Food. Oh, okay, food. Christians only, okay. Fun. Fun, fun, yes, okay. A cup of tea and a biscuit, exactly. Because fellowship, here's, here's something, I like this fellowship. Okay, the, the fellowship of the ring. Amen. This was a fellowship. And uh, most of these characters went all the way through Tolkien's stories, but not all of them made it. The Fellowship of the Ring. But in church, we have fellowship luncheons, don't we? Somebody rightly said, you know, we have food together, we have fellowship. We have times of fellowship, don't we? We meet in fellowship halls. We get together for fellowship in our fellowship groups. Is that right? And none of these things, of course, are wrong, but the problem is that we often overuse a word, and then we lose its meaning, don't we? And so what I want us to do is to look at very quickly 1 John chapter 1, and uh, three verses in particular, and whilst you're finding it, 
You can read together, the rest of you haven't bought your Bibles, you can read this with me together if you're ready. Are you ready? Let's go, three, two, one. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Now here's the message. Are you ready? We saw it. Read it together. We heard it. And now we're telling you so that you can experience it along with us. This experience of communion with the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. If we claim that we experience a shared life with Him and continue to stumble around in the dark, we're obviously lying through our teeth. We're not living what we claim. But if we walk in the light, God Himself being the light, we also experience a shared life with one another as the sacrificed blood of Jesus, God's Son, purges all our sin. Now you'll notice here the transparency that ought to exist between us. Amen. As we walk in the light, it kind of hits you as you look at this. It's more than just a cup of tea and a biscuit. Would you agree? Koinonia, true fellowship, is more than just that. It's more than just food together. It is this connection that we're making with God and with one another. Our fellowship is with him and each other. It's a shared thing together. And we're walking in the light. Gone quiet on me. Because... If this relationship is here, this horizontal relationship, maybe there's a problem with the vertical relationship. Amen? I remember somebody recently saying to Jenny, you know, if you've got some issues here, maybe there's some judgments that you've been making about people and you need to get that sorted with God. Maybe there's some unforgiveness that we've got with, with, you know, other people and we need to connect with him, get the unforgiveness sorted, so that we can get these other horizontal relationships sorted. Yes? We want to walk in the light. We want to be transparent with one another, don't we? Yes, there's three of you that do. The rest of you want to hide. And, you know, shame keeps us locked in. But transparency helps us to walk in the light. To bring things into the light. Amen. Now, the Amplified. I like the Amplified version. This helps us a little bit more just to understand again fellowship. Are you ready just to read it together? You keep you awake. What we have seen and ourselves heard, we're also telling you. So that you too may realise and enjoy fellowship as partners and partakers with us. And this fellowship that we have which is a distinguishing mark of Christians, is with the Father and with his Son, 
Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So if we say we are partakers together and enjoy fellowship with him when we live and move and are walking about in darkness, we are both speaking falsely and do not live and practice the truth which the gospel presents. But if we really are living and walking in the light, as he himself is in the light, we have true unbroken fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses, removes us from all sin and guilt, keeps us cleansed from sin in all its forms and manifestations. Oh, that's quite deep for a Saturday night, yes? But this is so important. If we are walking in the light as he is in the light, notice we have true unbroken fellowship with one another. The vertical and the horizontal are really important relationships to have. We've got to keep this vertical right and we've got to keep this horizontal right, keep walking in the spirit. But when we're right with him, there's then that fellowship with one another, this koinonia. And so to get a little bit more understanding, I want us to quickly look at koinonia extremely quickly. In the Strong's Concordance, how many of you have got a Strong's Concordance somewhere? It's on your iPhone or you've got it in hardback. There might be some in the bookshop. Speak to Suzanne if you need a Strong's Concordance. Cornonia means partnership. If you noticed, I put it in a different colour. Partnership. In other words, literally, participation. Social intercourse or financial benefaction. That means, you know, giving, yes? It means to communicate, communication, communion. It means to contribute and distribute. It does mean fellowship, of course, and it comes from another Greek word meaning a sharer, an associate, a companion, a partaker or a partner. Can you see cornonia is more than just a tea and biscuit? It's more than just food together. It's actually ownership of something. It's partnering together. When we talk about fellowship, I want us to have a whole new mindset that goes deeper than just coming for a few minutes before the service or staying for a few minutes afterwards and having a chat with somebody or just having a coffee and a biscuit. It's sharing our lives together. Have you got it? You see, we don't have an equivalent word in the English that captures the whole meaning of this word. And uh, interestingly or not, it's translated in different ways in the English Bibles. The first appearance is in uh, Acts 2, verse 42. I bet somebody could read that one out off by heart. No, okay. So let's read that quickly together. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship. I've put cornonia in there just so that you know what the translation is there. Breaking of bread and prayers. Fellowship, they were sharing together. That's the first place in the New Testament where you find the word cornonia. 
The second place is 2 Corinthians. And that says, ready? They will glorify God because of your submission flowing from your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for all others. So giving, contributing is also cornonia. Woo! Now, I was excited, Maria, when you quoted this scripture at the beginning of the watch in Philippians 3, because you started reading a few verses before 10, and then you said, 10 is the key verse. And I thought, yes, it really is, because it's on my PowerPoint. (laughs) So you were in the spirit. And we did not have a conversation. No, not over the balcony or anywhere. So, let's read it together, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share, again, Cornonia, his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. Now, we don't want to become like him in his death in the sense of we don't want to die, do we? We want to stay alive, but we do want to be like him and we do want to share his nature and character. We want to be able to embody that, don't we? So you can see Cornoni is translated a number of different ways, but I want us to be able to dig into Cornonia that we might develop together all that this word means. So fellowship, I hope you'll see, is about doing life together. Cornonia is about doing life together. It is... Partnership, let's read these six words together. Partnership, participation, contribution, distribution, sharing and companionship. It is about covenant. There's there's nothing better than covenant. Fellowship is covenanting together. It is about community. Yes? So, here's the last. As I was uh, at the gym today, I've been to the gym today. I've been this morning, probably the first time in ages. I have a lot of work to do at the gym. There's more to get rid of. And uh, the Lord gave me three C's. I said, come on, Lord, Uh, I need these three C's. I can't remember where I was when I was thinking about this. Somewhere, (laughs) very good, very good. I was somewhere and then I kept saying to myself, have you ever done this? You know, you think of something great and then five minutes later you forgot and you can't remember. I know I was in the the sauna, but it doesn't begin with C. Sauna doesn't begin with C, it begins with S. But I was in the sauna, that was it, and I was asking the Lord. So here's the three C's that I want you to grab a hold of because we need to go away with something today. So cornonia is... Connection, okay? Now, we've got this connection, yes, and we've got this connection. So when we think about cornonia, when we think about fellowship, we're talking about something that's deep with him and with each other. We've got a spiritual connection that is unlike anything else that's known on the planet. Yeah. It really is deep. Now, we haven't got time to be able to further that. But the second C is community, because it's us. Yeah. I say, it's us. Yes. Yes. 
It's us. Yes. It's all of us together. Amen. It's community. It's building community. And it's about contribution. Isn't that good? It's about what? Connection. Being connected. It's about community together. Building community. And it's about contribution. So... Here's a thing for all of you. Did you know today is Saturday? A guy said to me in the gym today in the change room, he says, he said, you know, isn't it amazing? You know, I just don't know what day it is. I said, yeah, that's about it. Over Christmas, particularly with, with what you've been doing. How many know that Christmas is not a break? It's not a holiday. How many of you found that out? You can't wait to get back to work to have a rest. Because you're either with family, serving people, or playing with the grandchildren, as well as trying to cook dinners and all the rest of it. We know about it, Connie, don't we? You know, or you've got friends round, or as we had a guest from America staying with us. There's lots of things going on, and you think, at some point, I need a break. You know, the family will go home, is that right? And Connie, at some point, you know, maybe I'll get a break, and I'll have five minutes, I'll... And I'll get a breather just before I start back to work again. Tomorrow is Sunday. There's no gathering tomorrow. Here. Now, Sundays are now going to be creative opportunities for you to build. To build connections. To build community. Yes? And even to contribute into the lives of other people. To contribute into your family. You can have new family times you've never had before. And when they say, how come you're not going to church? You say, I did it last night. (laughs) You can contribute into the life of others by beginning to build other relationships of people that are not yet saved. And begin to absorb them into your life creatively to build a new community of people that can come on a Saturday evening. You can bring other Christian friends from other churches on a Saturday night and they can still go to church tomorrow. You're not stealing people from a church, but you're giving them an opportunity to hear something or do something different. Amen? We're going to be starting prophetic teams again so that people can be prophesied to In the break before we start our evening gathering. Now, next week, next Saturday, what time is the service bit? If I can say the word service. I don't like the word service. PDG, okay, okay, okay. Next week's going to be really different. This is going to throw all of you. This is going to throw all of you because those of you that don't come to PDG are really going to be floundering. So you'll need to come on the Friday evening at least so that you can get here and enjoy fellowship together, cornonia, and blessing and worshipping the Lord because there won't be a Saturday evening. So you're going to have to really work your diaries. You're going to have to start being dynamic instead of just going on habit, you know, habitual living. You're going to have to start livening up a bit. 
just this is the time of day, this is when I'm going. No, you've got to sharpen up a little bit more. So, yes, next weekend is going to be power packed because for those on the intensive who are pressing in hard to the prophetic, we're going to be meeting on Thursday evening. Those that are available during the day Friday, we're pressing in. And uh, one of the slides I've got that I haven't shown, we're going to be having Lance Walner with us on Friday via modern technology. And he's going to be talking about, because we've got YouTube, you see, we've got the ability to watch YouTube. We're going to be looking at apostolic centres and the redefinition of church and microchurch. You're all going to want to know what microchurch is. We're going to be looking at that team next Friday and doing some work all around that because he's talking about some exciting things that we've already been putting into place as a ministry, which is the next step that the church has got to move into yet. Uh, you know, when I say church, I'm talking about capital C, because we've got some things that we need to shift so that the whole church can come into the understanding of what apostolic centres are all about. But I want you to be able to press in to new things on these opportunities when we don't meet on a Sunday. (coughs) Pastor David and Irene, I'm sure, would love to set up some walks for us occasionally through next year on Sunday walking together. How many would be up? For a walk together, a fellowship walk, ending up maybe at some pub for a meal somewhere and eating together. (laughs) For some fellowship. Amen. Cornonia together. Listen, we've got to work at this, guys. Hello. We've got to work at this now. Amen. And we've got an opportunity to do some new things, inspiring, exciting things in 2019 with the time that we've got available to be able together. You know, what was really exciting for me was hearing that on one of the occasions in these last few months when we've done a Saturday evening and not had a Sunday, a number of you went out for a meal together on the Sunday. You met up. You had cornonia. That is exciting. Don't go boring. Hello. Don't settle into something and think, well, now I can just get in my armchair on a Sunday and sleep all day. Don't, <laughs> don't get into that now. Um, Nikisha goes to a prison on a Sunday. She's got a great prison ministry. I don't know how that's going to move on. Dave didn't kind of dig into that in the interview. But we want you to share a little bit more on another occasion because if you can build a team together then the Lord can do all kinds of things. There are all sorts of things you can get involved in. Jenny's got two preaching engagements, I think January, in two churches in Burton, and we'd love you, we'll let you know when those are, we'd love you to come and be a part of the congregation and just go, go Jen, that type of thing, to bless the other churches, amen? And we're going to be taking teams out as we get preaching opportunities on Sundays, we want you to be a part of that. We'll keep the information on the website and hopefully on the WhatsApp groups as well so that you can be involved with what's happening in the wider church. You're it. Amen. On the prophetic development weekends and when we come to Passover, Pentecost and Tabernacles, 
You're the team that are going to be hosting people either on the doors, in the kitchen, making sure that the facilities are good, meeting people, finding out have they been for the first time, are they, are they coming regularly, what kind of things are they involved with in church, beginning to build Cornonia with a wider group. Um, uh, Jill has been looking at all the people that are aligned with us and we've got nearly 50 people that are a part of CAN that don't come on the weekends, you know, not Sundays now, that, that, that come, uh, they're connected with us and they come to the PDGs. We've got a growing congregation and we want you to know those people. So when you come on these weekends, we want you to begin to build Cornonia. Amen. So let's just stand together and just wrap this up. Lord, we want to thank you that, Father, we can begin to build in new ways as we move forward as a group, as a ministry. Father, we want to thank you. You've given us opportunities of being able to connect and have community and contribution in the lives of others, Father, as we move forwards. And, Lord, we want to make sure that we've left anything in 2018 that needs to stay there. Lord, we want to press into the new Gregorian year free of any encumbrances, any issues, any unforgiveness, any judgments we've made about people that we know might hold us back. Lord, we want to deal with those things, leave them in the old year to press in fresh, to press in, Father, clear and free from any of those things. So, Father, just show us right now by your Holy Spirit if there's some things that we just need to deal with just in these closing seconds that, Father, we might leave them behind in the old year. Father, we want to leave any old mindsets that are dead, that belong to the old. Lord, we want to press into the new, in all the things that yet are unknown with what you're calling us into. Lord, we want to be strong and empowered to move into the new and embrace the freshness of what you're doing as you bring us into a new wineskin in this new season, in Jesus' name. Father, I bless this congregation. I bless those that are watching today over uh, the internet. Lord, we bless you in the name of the Lord. Those of you that have been watching, those that have been watching regularly, we bless you. We trust that you'll have an incredible year, 2019. We pray that you might move in to the power and demonstration of Holy Spirit in the new year. As we together here are pressing into miracles, signs and wonders, the presence of the Lord as we're beginning to get a vision for harvest, the souls of men and women, we pray that you will stand with us and pray with us as we press in together to see the Holy Spirit being released in fresh ways in 2019, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So bless you. It's been great to see visitors. It's lovely to see you. Invite others for the next gatherings and have a brilliant new year in Jesus' name. Amen.